The name's Bond. James Bond. Hi, this is Townsend Coleman, the voice of Jason Whitaker. Welcome to the Wits End Podcast. What's up with these sirens? Oh, that is just the spoiler police. Uh, they are here to make sure that I don't give any spoilers about future episodes since I happen to have album 52 in my possession. And you don't. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, I better go tell them that I'm going to need them to turn off the sirens since we're recording. Don't you move a muscle. I wouldn't dream of doing otherwise. Alright, with that out of the way, I'm Regis, also known as Bryn. And I'm King Butter Turtle, also known as Matt. Welcome to episode 63 of the Wits End Podcast. Yes, we are back on the airwaves. Thanks for waiting, guys. It has been quite the week, and uh, there's been a lot of things going on. I've been busy with homecoming, things of that nature. Uh, this last week was homecoming, and uh, our choir actually performed for homecoming, so... Uh, that was pretty busy. We've been uh, working on that kind of thing. So, uh, been recording, been uh, doing our stuff for that, doing practices, that kind of thing, and uh, taking some after school classes. But they didn't come here to listen to you jabber about that. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll see how it is. But yeah, you do have a point. They aren't here to hear me jabber about all that. They are here to hear our thoughts on the Mystery of the Clock Tower Part 2. And uh, that aired a while ago, and uh, like I said, we've been busy, so we haven't had a chance to get to that. So why don't you get it started, Matt, and tell us what you thought. Well, I thought it was a good conclusion. Good good episode. Nothing too special as far as thoughts. Uh, the, the prediction that we made last week or a couple weeks ago was, was right on the head. I think a lot of people kind of predicted that, that uh, Andrew would be the culprit, but his father being involved was certainly... A surprise, and uh, it was a good episode. I liked the whole clock tower being a distraction idea, and uh, the theme was good. And overall, it was a good episode. It wasn't super phenomenal, but it was definitely uh, one that I'll listen to in the future and enjoy. What did you think about that episode? Well, uh, first off, uh, they uh, one of the first things they mentioned was. Uh, the last bank robbery and they had, that obviously hadn't had a bank robbery in a while and uh first thing that came to my mind that the last bank robbery that we, I could think of that we would actually know about would have been back in the case of the secret room which we discussed before uh back a couple podcasts back when we were talking about the mysteries um I believe Hank Murray also robbed Odyssey Bank too didn't he that would have been later than that I think it was just mentioned like in uh where he returns in Treasure Hunt? Or am I going totally crazy? I think on the radio it says that he robbed a bank before he goes to Tom Riley's. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I don't remember that. I'd have, have to go back and listen to that But one. it has been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. And, 
As usual, it uh, is interesting to see uh, typical Eugene, and he's agitated when he learns that Matthew plans to tag along for the rest of this adventure. Yep. As with part one, he was a little annoyed. And uh, the phone conversation was classic. And uh, it kind of reminded me of, for better or for worse, with Tom and Bernard. It's interesting how they keep throwing things in that remind us of things we talked about in a couple podcasts ago. <laughs> Maybe they're listening to the podcast and throwing, adding things last minute <laughs> based on our ideas. Yeah, I know Nathan listens to it sometimes when he gets a chance, so. But, uh, another thing, uh, is that honestly, uh, having Chris during the commercials might have been a bad idea in my opinion, uh, it kind of makes it sound too much like the story, like a story type thing, even when the commercial's playing. What do you think about that? Um, I disagree. I know a lot of people had that comment with the Chris News uh, promo. That they thought they were confused that they thought that was the actual episode, but I was not fooled at all, so I guess you guys just aren't paying close enough attention. <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal, but I guess if, if a lot of people think it's the actual episode, maybe they should choose a different commercial. But whatever. It doesn't matter so much since most... You know, most of the time, it's you listen on an album, so... Yeah, I listen on an album. Yeah, the thing about it is, uh, if it is Chris turning on like they have it on AR Wiki, that's one thing, but I mean, if you have it in the episode, we're used to having Chris doing things and interacting with the episodes, it just kind of, well, it's just different. Now, if it was Bob or Jesse or somebody like that doing it, it wouldn't, I don't think it would seem quite that bad, but I guess we're just too used to seeing Chris in actual Odyssey stuff. Connie sure is getting into this romantic stuff, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yep. Typical Connie fashion. She's always been a, a sappy romantic. It's kind of like in Love is in the Air where she's she uh, likes to get entangled in other people's romances since she doesn't have any of her own. <laughs> and uh, I know some mentioned that uh, the theme of, its, of the story isn't really mentioned all that much, but... Uh, Honestly, I do have a few thoughts about that, uh, on be sure your sins will find you out. And it is a great point, and, uh, while they didn't really dive into the story much more with Alicia, Michael, and Wendy, they, Wendy, they still made the point that she was wrong, and, uh, in the long run, her sin didn't find her out, and the fact that, uh, it came out about what she did, and, uh, it is kind of how the devil is, uh, with us. It, uh, he will throw something up in our, uh, face, and, uh, it just eats at us, it eats at us. Just like, uh, as Alicia will always remember what she did, the devil tries to throw things that are even the bl- uh, that are even under the blood up in our faces. Things that God's forgiven. Yeah. And I think it was a little, um, like just more so than just your sins will find you out, but sometimes it will take a long, long time to, you know, to have them find you out, like... You know, it's a long time ago, and it didn't seem like too major of a sin, you know, just a, a little, you know, not not very considerate thing that she did, and then it ended up affecting things, you know, yeah. 20 years later, so. And I think uh, some people were mentioning that they didn't really talk about the theme much, but I don't think they need to really go into too much detail. You know, they mention it, there's sort of a thesis statement almost towards the end, and then you know, that's that's good enough. I think it's better if the episode kind of speaks for itself and you have to 
figure it out rather than if there's a whole scene at the end where two characters are like this is what we learned today you know I like it better if, it, if they leave it a little bit more open for you to think what yourself think for yourself as to what you know what yeah. moral was being taught so they they taught a lesson but they kind of left it up to the listener a little more to yeah, draw to that interpret sure. that. Any other thoughts on this one? That's all I had. Should we get to the ratings? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. You go ahead and uh, ratings. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna give it a four out of five star rating. Just like part one, I thought it continued well and was at par with part one. Uh, good episode. Not not stellar. You know, not it just didn't have. You know, it wasn't phenomenal but it was uh, definitely a well-made episode with a great story and I enjoyed it so four stars four stars uh, I'm gonna really want to be on this side uh, like I said I knew it was gonna be good with Paul McCusker writing it I told you guys that from the beginning and uh, think about this I went with five stars last time but uh, I'm gonna have to up that to a billion stars out of five a billion stars out of five you can't do that that's against the rules. No, it ain't. We, we don't have no rules against that. I do. I'm counting that as a five. Aw, come on. Sorry. It, it goes in the, in the spreadsheet as a five. Aw. <laughs> ain't no fair. That's the way it is. Can't be. Hey, if, hey, if Chris and Sarah can do it, so can I. So what's the difference? I am not Chris. <laughs> I'm definitely not Sarah, but... Well... Whatever your rating is, a billion or five or a billion and five. Fine, I guess I'll go with five, just so you'll be happy. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's just totally change things up and wing the less, the next part of this. Uh, I hadn't really had a chance to get any notes down on this, but why don't we jump into Wooten's Broken Pencil Show and I'll just feed off of you. All right, this is not what we had planned, but the uh, the next episode since we missed a week is Wooten's Broken Pencil Show and I thought it was phenomenal an amazing episode I'm gonna go out there and say it's the best episode since Rights, Wrongs, and Winners back in album 50 this was a really good episode I loved it um, um, yeah, it was just great. I loved, Wooten was just hilarious. It had some super funny lines. I was cracking up the whole time I was listening to it. Um, I love the part about, <laughs> at the end, when they were talking about the point, and he's like, don't steal a car in 1896. <laughs> and uh, Harlow's appearance was great. He was super funny. And uh, Red Hollard, I like the part where, where Red Hollard uh, claims to be a locksmith and comes and ends up just throwing a brick through Connie's window. <laughs> uh, it reminded me. Yeah. I know some people who are who are like that. They think they're kind of jack of all trades, you know. And uh, whenever anything's broken, they're always like, "Oh, I can fix it." But then you don't really trust them because they always end up kind of messing it up. <laughs> so that was funny that he, he was like, "No, I don't have one of those." Yeah lock picking thing the jigs <laughs> and then he just crashes their window so yeah it was definitely very funny and the wrap up was funny with with Wooten and uh, a great story a good good point <laughs> at the end 
Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> like I said, I hadn't had a chance to get my notes down on it. Like I told you earlier, I hadn't had a chance to get notes down. But uh, overall, I mean, it was okay. Not one of my favorites of the season. But, uh, of course, I can't tell you guys too much because uh, they've got the lights still going outside and I don't want to cause a riot or anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Got that. Uh, yeah, it got a it got a lot of uh, a lot lower ratings than than I expected or than my rating, but uh, I guess I just have a different sense of humor. But I thought it was perfect, absolutely awesome. The one thing though that um, I wasn't such a huge fan of, one minor drawback I guess, was the Captain Absolutely thing. It seemed like if he was the whole thing was that he was just improving this and just filling in. But did they just have that all prepared, like a script and sound effects? <laughs> or was that like a, I mean, they must have pre-recorded that and then Wooten was just like, oh, let's play this thing that happens to tie into the, the theme that Connie had prepared, which was a little unrealistic. But uh, that didn't bother me as, as much as I would have thought because I loved the whole Captain Absolutely coming back and we get to see Andre Stoika in a, a little bit of a different role in that that little uh, kids radio type of thing so that was very fun well yeah uh, I loved it about this, you mentioned it but yeah talking about being scripted and everything think about this it could have been that the whole thing was actually scripted no well it could have been because uh, Connie told uh, Red to stop with the sound effects so who knows I guess it's just another one of the things that's left up to the listener to decide I guess it could be one other thing, I totally forgot, and I don't know if you even know this, because you haven't heard the radio version yet, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Because you, have, you have album 52, which I'm still waiting for impatiently. Aww. It's in the mail somewhere. <laughs> but Hopefully you don't get on, lost. Uh, um, when we were uh, talking about this, you mentioned how cool it would be if the commercial for Odyssey lined up with the commercial on kids radio. Yeah. And that totally happened. Was that on the on the album version too? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So there's just a when Wooten cuts to the commercial, I think it starts at the beginning. Is there just a gap there? Pretty much. Interesting. Yeah, because on the radio version, absolutely right on the button, as as you predicted, and we were talking about how cool that would be. And so yeah, it's like Wooten's like, oh no, let's go to a commercial, and then it's it it was uh, for radio theater. And then it went right back in. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. So, great prediction. <laughs> yeah, that was a really cool. I guess they are listening to our podcast cool and uh, putting our things in. <laughs> Maybe we do make kind focus on the focus. Who knows? Well, should we rate this one too? Yeah, sure. Why not? If I can go first. Yeah, go. You know how last time I said you couldn't give that a billion stars? Yeah. Well, this one was good enough that it does get a billion stars. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, not gonna oh, happen. Oh, I'm kidding. Not I can't break my own rule. I'm not such a hypocrite. But definitely five out of five stars for this one. This was a great episode. I loved it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I enjoyed, uh, from what I found the album version, I did enjoy Captain Absolutely, uh, it was a little too wacky for my, no, uh, not too too wacky but it was a little too wacky for my taste I'm gonna go with a four out of five 
All right. So, uh, we do have some other things to talk about besides album 52. Matter of fact, we got a couple things. I'm going to sp- spring another one on you for you uh, that I had, we hadn't even talked about this. But, uh, I'm not even sure how much you've looked into it, but, uh, have you paid any attention to the planning for, uh, the 25th live show for the 25th anniversary? I have, and I am very, very excited and thrilled. Um, yeah, on that poll, I'm not sure if the poll is still up, but if you haven't taken it yet at witsend.org on the, uh, podcast page, you can take a poll about it, and, uh, yeah, I love polls. I think they should do more of those of fan opinion type things. But the one thing that really surprised me the most was the cruise option. What did you think of that? Interesting. Uh, I don't think there's an average fan out there that can afford a cruise, but... Uh... Yeah, that's kind of... While I would still attend, uh, uh, that's my least favorite option. Because then, you know, how many people can really afford that? Yeah. So, and my other thought was that you might, you know, I think it's best if it's a just Odyssey event. Yeah. Where at, you know, you don't really want to pit yourself against a rock climbing wall, you know, in the minds of an eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like families might kind of come to be a cruise and then they'll kind of see the Odyssey cast and stuff while they're there, but mostly they're there for a cruise and then kind of loses its its fun. Yeah, pretty much. But, but it's definitely cool that they're planning so early. Yeah, I'll tell you what's an I'll tell you an interesting idea though. Uh, of course, like I've mentioned earlier, it's been a while since we recorded, and I, I was sitting around uh, Saturday actually, and I was bored as I could be. And I was thinking, you know, it'd be cool. Twenty fifth anniversary. Focus on the family. Record there. And have special podcast hosts, <laughs> Bryn. And Matt, broadcasting live from Colorado Springs, Colorado. You know, since the unofficial podcast isn't around anymore, which is sad, of course, but... <laughs> sob, sob. They did that whole swap-over thing for the 20th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe we're next in line. But... That would be cool, although uh, Kevin does have some seniority on us. Yeah. So, who knows? Uh, maybe Nathan will pull something together. Hint, hint. <laughs> no matter what they choose, it will definitely be a great show. They haven't, you know, they've done how many of these? Like four or five, six now? And there has yeah. yet to be a failure in any sense. So, I'm definitely super, super excited. And I will be there. I made a personal vow after the 20th anniversary, so... I will definitely be there, even if it's in Antarctica. I don't care. I'm there. I have so got to find the funds somehow. Yeah, I don't have the funds either, but <laughs> I have two years to find a job. Of course, if it's a cruise, I'd better get on that, huh? <laughs> uh, yes, you better do that. But both of us should, actually. And then again, I'm not sure how much you're the next one we can get out in the middle of the ocean, so, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, another thing we need to set up for is uh, album 53 that's right that we is have, coming together very soon that is we have an extended summary of that 
Wow, why don't you read that for us? Centered in the town of Odyssey, the story starts when a backpack filled with money is found in Gower's field. Then a plane crashes outside town and a mysterious survivor is discovered, who may be an undercover agent or part of a counterfeit ring or something else altogether. Enter an underworld errand boy who has a cell phone full of secrets. And that's just the beginning of the Green Ring Conspiracy, a special adventure that puts our favorite Odyssey characters at the center of intrigue, suspense, and a scheme of international proportions. New friends may not be who they seem. Old friends may have secrets they must keep. Deception and double crosses are the order of the day. Trust, loyalty, and faith are all put to the test. The Green Ring Conspiracy is unlike any collection of stories found in Odyssey, yet still brings together the drama, fun, humor, and life lesson lessons audiences have come to expect from the show over the years. Alrighty, any uh, speculations? Well, a couple. A um, couple of kind of key words in there. The, uh, um, let's see, what, what was I thinking of? The cell phone. I think someone yeah. else brought this up on the town of Odyssey, but... The cell phone full of secrets. Maybe the green ring conspiracy is is a uh, sort of a pun. Has a double meaning as far as maybe yeah. this counterfeit or crime ring kind of thing, and then mm-hmm. maybe a cell phone ring tone has something to do with it too. And I cool. mentioned uh, I mentioned one time I see undercover agent. Uh, maybe somehow that could be. Uh, Jason somehow. I mean, it's undercover. Yeah, so. that's the other thing. And it says international proportions. Jason is, of course, in France. Mm-hmm. And then it says... Or oh, last we heard anyway. Yeah, and then it says all friends have secrets they must keep. So right. the three of those lead to... I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that somebody's going to be coming back. And as for the possibilities, I think Jason is really the only one. You know, it's not going to be Richard as much as everyone would love. It's not going to be Richard Maxwell. It's not going to be Regis Blaggard. You know, it's not going to be the chairman, you know, realistically. So I think Jason is, is probably our best bet as far as coming back. Yeah. So, very exciting. Looking forward to that. But we do know a few things about it, though. And, uh, yep. of course, this was mentioned. Uh, one, first thing, one of the big things we know is that Katrina will play somewhat of a big role in album 53. That's right. That's a good thing. And maybe it can end with Katrina being pregnant. You think? Like after they resolve the whole drama and then Katrina's like, I have news. Maybe. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just speculating. Not. not. <laughs> Uh, Paul McCuskey pretty much said that's not going to happen anytime soon. So. Well, unfortunately, album 53 is not my idea of soon. Six months away <laughs> in Odyssey well, time. That's a long... A lot could happen between now and then. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. But we can always hope, can't we? Wouldn't it be great to have yep. a bunch of little Eugenes running around? <laughs> Uh, no, one's enough. <laughs> you mean Matthew? Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, we've got Matthew, we've got Eugene, we've got Nelson. What more do we need? We need one with the last name Meltzner, of course. Ah. <laughs> uh, we'll see, we'll see. Only time will tell. 
Um, time will tell. Uh, just like only time will tell what Connie's life goals will be solved and what her life goals will be when she attends college. Because yeah. we know we got that coming up. We I know that know. this album was being produced and developed at the same time as album 54 and was originally supposed to be album 54, but during the production, focus switched it. We know that. Which I suppose means that album 54 is a little farther along than usual, probably, right? Uh, probably so. They're working on it about the same time. So, and uh, at some point in album 53. Thanks to Nathan Hobler and our interview with him, uh, or my interview rather, they know we know that at some point in 1953, the Woodsend staff will consider hiring a new employee. That's right. Um, I actually asked that question on your interview, so I'll claim credit for that too. <laughs> I guess I'll. That's, a, that's an idea that I've been uh, for for a while now. I think. We could use, I think um, both Nick and Aubrey worked very well. And it's a little hard to believe that three people who are living such busy lives would be able to run the whole soda shop by themselves anyway. So. Yeah, uh, yeah I think we should definitely get another staff member or two. Uh, who, uh, who do you think that could be? I, I can think of two people off the top of my head, but who do you think it could be? Uh, I definitely think it should be a new a new character that comes in although the way uh, the way he worded it I'm kind of thinking it's probably going to be Camilla that's trying to find a job and then it will be on job hunting which maybe will be a good theme if all the Odyssey fans have to get a job to save up to get to the live show so maybe it's really a promotion in disguise kind of thing like like Here's how you can get a job, you know, and then they're like, save up a bunch of money to come to Colorado, and then they, you know, brain brainwash us with those commercials in that episode. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking uh, it's going to be along the lines of Olivia. No, oh, did I say Camilla? Y yes, you did. I meant Olivia, sorry. Oh, man. I was, I, was, I was wondering about that there. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, Olivia or... Oh, uh, Grady wanted to work at What's End once, didn't he? He's like eight. Yeah, once upon a time he was. He's probably more old. He's probably older than that now. But yeah, he uh, went over there. But yeah, Olivia or Wooten. Wooten was unsuccessful in the past. I think he ought to stay mailman, but it's possible. But I do know one thing, though. And that is that it is almost time for us to wrap this show up. We have been going at this for half an hour. People are probably tired of listening to us jabber on. You know, I'm tired of listening to us jabber on. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, one of our most random ones we've done, and uh, considering we've only done like two or three, that's not saying much. But anyway, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this thing up, and uh, that'll give me some editing to do. And uh, the important thing to remember is that the best is yet to come. Mm -hmm.